Welcome to the Sticker Stories podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for your continued support. In this podcast, we interview our customers to hear their founder stories. We talk business, marketing, and of course, stickers and labels. Sticker Giant is the fastest way to print high-quality stickers and labels for your business or organization. We offer one- to two-day turnaround on a wide variety of sticker and label products, and we offer custom shapes at no extra charge. We will even set up your artwork so it's ready to print. Once again, you can find us at StickerGiant.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sticker Stories podcast brought to you by Sticker Giant. My name is Jesse Freitas. I am the marketing director and we are very excited to have on today John Herbert from Johnny Battle to talk about the growth of his business. And we're also going to jump into a little deeper discussion on the marketing strategies that have really fueled the growth uh, of what they do. So without further ado, I'd like to to welcome you, John. And um have you introduce yourself? Tell uh-huh. us a little bit about who you are and what Johnny Battle does as a business. Uh, thanks, Jesse. Glad to be here. Uh, my name's John, obviously, and uh, I run a company called Johnny Battle. And Johnny Battle does pretty much one thing, which is embroidery. And we do embroidered apparel for businesses. That's that's really our focus. Uh, we do screen printing for our customers that need it, but our focus really is embroidery. That's that's sort of the main thing that we do. Um, the really cool part about today and John and having you on is kind of the, the synergy we have between our companies, Sticker Giant, of course, printing custom stickers and labels for businesses. You all on the flip side are doing the embroidery and business apparel, but really our goals kind of align and, and how we're, you know, who we're marketing to and what we're doing is very similar. Um, but let's, let's step back a little bit. I want to hear more about how did Johnny Battle begin? When did you have the moment of, I need to start this business, and, and what was your motivation behind doing so? Yeah, I, uh, I own a, a lawn care company, and I have for 35 years, and we always wanted something to do in the winter months, and most people in our industry do snow, and I'm like, you know, we don't want to do snow. That doesn't seem very reliable, and we wanted to sell a product online, but we didn't want to sell a traditional product because with Amazon and everything else, with people retailing stuff, we thought we'd be crushed. So we thought, what about a product that had some type of product slash service associated with it? So we went through a whole bunch of ideas and I happened to be at our local embroidery shop getting some goods for our our lawn care business. And I I was always enamored and amazed uh, at these machines, just watching them sew. And I'd go in there, you know, for... 20 minutes and just watch these garments being sewed and I sewn and I thought it was really cool and it just hit me at that moment I'm like what about embroidery you know would that work and we started to dig into it and we thought you know there might be an option here for us but we don't want to be a me too because you know who needs another embroidery shop so we thought what's our angle what, what can we do differently than everybody else and in our industry it takes about two weeks to get some garments sewn or embroidered and we thought, boy, if we can cut that down to a week, we might have we might have something that we could sell to people. And so we figured it out and worked on it, and we were able to get it down to two days. So right now, when someone orders and they kind of approve their order, within 48 hours, we can sew it and ship it and get it out the door, which really gave us a competitive advantage compared to everybody else. 
because you know no one in our industry can do that now, and so that's that's kind of how we got started and why why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, and I think you're you're kind of pointing to two things there. One is the the reason we uh, became so successful as a business, which I like to call the Amazon effect. Um, uh, people out there, customers, whatever you're doing in business, they expect things fast. And if you can't do it fast, they expect it faster the next time where they'll go find someone that does it fast. So it's it's interesting to hear you talk that way, knowing our journey as a company and going from you know the two-day turnaround and trying to get products to a one-day turnaround and, okay, how can we ship things a little quicker for people to, to meet those expectations? I think the other uh, thing I heard from that is you just didn't want to buy a snowplow. Yeah, you know, a snowplow and, and along with that, with the other side of the business, I was so influenced because I've never had a real job in my life. I mean, I was an entrepreneur at 12, and we had the same customers that I had when I was 12 for 35 years. And so I've never done anything else besides this business. And there's been times in our industry where I actually hated the people I worked with. And, you know, I'd go home and I'd, I'd think, man, I'd look myself in the mirror and say, I really don't like what I'm doing. I don't like the people that I'm with. And we just kind of, kind of would hang in there and kind of hope that it would definitely get better. And in our lawn care business, labor is such a problem. And and with this new business, I didn't want to have that problem. I really wanted a family atmosphere. I wanted people that I could really uh, respect at work and rely upon them. And part of this new business venture was not just to do embroidery, but we wanted to build a different business with a family atmosphere. We wanted to be around people we liked. We wanted to be around people that shared the same values with us. We wanted to be around people that thought about the customer the same way we did. And um, I figured, you know what? I spend my almost my whole day with these people. I want to spend it with people I really, really, really like and enjoy. So that's kind of the focus now with this business. And the, the, the backside or the byproduct is we're going to make money. We're going we're gonna to do good in the world. We're going to help customers. But first, let's have this culture and these people that are great together. Because if we, we get that right, I think it spills out to everything else. Yeah, culture is so important. I, I know we, we um, talk about that a lot around Sticker Giant, and we really come together as a family, and everything we do is kind of centered around that. So I can, I can relate to what you're saying there. So um, really quickly, let's talk about the risk. Um, I think risk is the one thing that's really hard for people when they're deciding to go, you know, yeah. I'm not going to just do lawn care and this, you know, do whatever in the winter. I'm going to start this business. And you mentioned the machines, uh, the embroidery machines you guys have are amazing. I've watched your social media videos, but that takes a lot of upfront investment. How did you how did you get over that that hurdle, if you will, of plopping down the money or finding the investment and, and taking off? Well, you know, we had an advantage, which most people don't. And we talk about this advantage all the time in our company because we had the lawn care business to support us, which which made money. And so um, we had money to take from them to support us in the beginning. But we were very careful because we still wanted Johnny Battle to stand on its own. And so we started out um, in the lawn care shop and the shop, you can just, just picture many mowers and gasoline and everything in this warehouse. And so we had this one head embroidery machine that we bought and we said, this, this is going to be our proof of concept. If we can fill up this one machine, 
we'll continue on. But if we can't, we won't. And so we had it in the back of the shop and then grass was getting on the clothes. And so we, we built this little wooden kind of walls with plastic around it. And I mean, it looked like a meth lab. So it was nicknamed the meth lab. And so we'd go in there and sew and, and the, the, the clothing still smelled like gas because there was gas, you know, fumes in the, in the warehouse from all the mowers. And we started out that way and we eventually um, got so busy that we had to, you know, expand it and, and go somewhere else. So we started out like we, were, we didn't have anything. And when then we moved next door and eventually um, our other business kind of loaned the money to Johnny Battle to get started and, and get on get going on its own. That's awesome. That's a, a really neat story. And um, from Walt, Walt White beginnings um, <laughs> of the, the messy lab to a nice shop now that you have. Well, yeah, um, I, I got to tell you real quickly a funny story about that. So I was telling someone yesterday. So we had our first big contract was um, the Colorado Department of Emergency Services. And they found us online and they, and they said, we want to come see you. And we're like, oh, okay. And this is when we had the, the one head machine in the mowing shop. And so they came out and visited us. And there was like four or five of them. They get out in this black SUV with these badges on. And we're like, we're done for. There's no way they're going to they're gonna buy from us. And they came in. They talked to us. Uh, they saw what we did. And they're like, yeah, you know, everything you've done so far with this has been great. Your communication has been right on. We trust you. You can make this happen. And they, they, they gave us the deal. And I was surprised. That that is surprising. That's kind of a, a fun story. Um, now, were they your first customers, or did you had you built up a little business by that point? We we had a little business by that point. Yeah, yeah. we had a few customers. Let's let's jump into the marketing conversation a little bit. How did you go about finding those those first handful of customers? We tried so many things, and we started off in the offline world, and so we actually would get in our car and go knock on doors on business doors and leave catalogs and Tootsie Rolls and, and information and kind of introduced ourselves to other people. And we did that for about two, three months and got us nowhere. But, uh, but we were doing something, I guess. And I had a lot of experience from the lawn care company in the offline marketing world. So we did a lot of offline stuff like that. We started out sending postcards to different businesses and that type of thing, that bomb for us. And so we thought, you know, we really got to learn and get into this digital side of things. And so, and we didn't know much and I didn't know much about the digital world. So I started reading, listening to podcasts and just, you know, started out learning AdWords and learning all I could about AdWords. And we got, got involved with AdWords, started creating ads with a small budget. And once we had success, we'd increase the budget a little more. And right now, you know, most of our, our customers, our new customers, come from AdWords. We also do some Facebook marketing, that type of thing. Uh, and, uh, face, and, and then we do, you know, email blasts and that type of thing to keep in contact with our customers. But Facebook's interesting for us where it doesn't work so well because we get interesting customers off of Facebook. We get that guy which is, there's nothing wrong with him, but he's got, he's got a, a brand he wants to create. He's, he wants to buy six hats. He created this logo and he wants to start a fashion line. He's right. very particular. And he, I mean, when he gets these hats, he analyzes them to death, you know, every little stitch on them. 
And so, um, but they, they don't do a lot of volume, very, very difficult customer. And we thought this isn't, this isn't the right medium for us. But what Facebook does well for us is remarketing. So once a customer visits our website, we tag them and then, then we remarket to them in different intervals on, on the website, like maybe every one day, every 30 days, every 60 days, and every 90 days. And that works awesome for us. And I don't know what your um, um, rate is for, for um, conversions on the site, but ours is around 2%. And, and if that's true, you look at it and you say, geez, well, that's 98% of the people that aren't buying from us that came to the website for a particular reason. So we, you know, that was an eye opener for us. And we're like, we need to do a lot more things to go after this 98% that's not buying. And that's where the remarketing came in. That's where the email blast came in. Um, we'll sit on the phone sometimes and call customers, you know, if we, ha if we have a phone number for them and just, yeah, just absolutely. reach out again and try to get that 98% back or or tell them our story or, or do something so we can start to develop a relationship with them yeah and two two to three percent is pretty common for e-commerce sites on the conversion i believe um last time we checked i believe we were at about 2.8 percent if i'm recalling Which is right. awesome yeah. but you know it goes the time of year and what recent changes have we made we do a lot of um maybe you can speak to this on the website front um, within the past couple of years, we do a lot of conversion tuning. So really playing with button copy and placement and what's on our site. Is there too much on this page? So we'll do existence tests of certain features. And we've been doing a ton of that for the last year now, which has helped increase that conversion rate. Um, I don't know if you all dabble in anything like that or can speak to to anything related to the website that you focus on specifically? Yeah, we, we haven't like you guys. I know when I visited you the first time that, that you guys did a lot of that stuff. Um, we'll do some minor tweaks, but most of our tweaks so far on the website come from feedback from the customer. We we get a call and they're having a, a problem with with a certain part of the website. And so we're like, aha, let's, let's fix that. Or we get a lot of questions associated with a, a certain type of thing on the website. So we're like, oh, let's see if we can address that so we don't get so many people that need to call. Let's see if we can fix that. So yeah. we haven't got to your level yet, but we're, we're doing well, those types of changes. What, what we do is very similar to that because a lot of times we'll run tests based on what, what people say. So if there's customers out there listening, if you have input, please let us know because we will go and test and look at those features and build them out over time or remove some things like, oh, that didn't actually work the way yeah. we thought. Um, we also do some heat mapping and seeing, okay, are they using this button? Are they going to the blog, et cetera? So a lot of those different things. Um, let's talk a little bit about content, though. We've talked about Facebook, remarketing. Um, that is wildly successful for us as well, too, just kind of pulling that traffic from your website and showing ads to them online. Um, how do you go about developing your content for all the ads and things you're running? Well, you know, our, our customers are solely solely business owners, and they're a great type of person to have as a customer. I mean, they're, they're fun. They, they understand business. They, they understand the, the process that you need to go through. If there's a problem, like they've had these problems before in their own business, so they're, they're very accepting of, of these problems. I mean, they're, first of all, they're just they're great customers, so we, we focus all of our, our, our content on them and, and try to reach them through, through the different you know, types, of, types of media. But I know you guys have this saying, which, which is great, that every sticker has a story. And we're not so far off from that because 
every logo also has a story because, and it's even a, a more of an emotional story, I think, in some ways, because it's clothing and it's somehow connected to their body. So when they're wearing a shirt or a hat, it's almost a little more intimate because they have it on them all day. And so what we like to do is we like to, to, to learn about our customer and share their experience with everybody else because they have such a great story, you know, how they started, what they do, what's unique about what they're doing. And they have so much great contact, content that I couldn't come up with on my own. Like I could stay up all night and not think of this stuff. And so we just kind of just echo their story to some of our customers and just kind of piggyback that, if that makes sense. Oh, you know it does for <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> that's why I was saying we have a lot of synergy between our companies because that's a really our focus is we, we create stickers and labels. We're not designers, though. These are people, business owners, you know, artists, all these creative people in the world coming up with this stuff that we just facilitate the printing and converting that print job on. And so we like to show what people are doing, what's their story. And and that's where I, I, I loved chatting with you and about Johnny Battle because you're so much on the same page to, to what we do. And it's that we're we're storytellers. We're not just marketers. We are out there telling and helping people tell their stories. Yeah. And I think that's so important to understand in business. Um, anyone out there listening, if they're, if they're starting a business or integral part of growing a business, that's the thing you got to wrap your mind around. And you can just take off with that mindset of just understanding it's about the people you're serving. And, and I think too, in telling these stories, actually, you probably don't know this, but I learned this from you guys, where when we first heard about Sticker Giant from a customer of ours, they were in our shop we started talking about different things and here's the funniest thing she brought up she goes there's this sticker company i had to go pick up stickers for in longmont and she started talking about the humidity she goes they have to keep the humidity you know at a certain level to, to do the printing and they have these really cool expensive machines and it piqued my interest and so she left the shop and i mean I immediately went to my computer and, and googled sticker giant and, and see, see what this was all about so I'm looking around on the website, and a day or two later, I get involved on the marketing side, and I see um, I see this video of Andrew in your marketing department, and it was like a four or six minute video of Andrew, and I watched it, and it was video so great because it video helps to tell the story in such a unique way because you got you know the visual side, you got the audio side. And I felt like I knew Andrew. Never met him in my life. I'm like, well, of course, and I got to call Andrew because he's the nice guy there. You know, he's the <laughs> one I got to call. So I, I called up Andrew, and he called me back, and he was a nice guy. And I said, you know, I have this 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 business I'm doing, and I got some questions for you about marketing. And he, he answered all my questions, and he said, well, we have this open book policy here at Sticker um, Giant. You should come up to one of our meetings on on Tuesday. And, and first of all, I'm like what? Like, I'm blown away. I'm like, we're invited to a meeting already, you know, I'm going to see the books and all that. I couldn't believe this. Like, yeah. I go back to my production manager. We go, we're going to this meeting next Tuesday. And he's, Ken and our production manager, he's up for anything. He's like, sounds great. Let's go. And uh, so, so we get up here and got to see what you guys do and got to be a part of the meeting, got to see the numbers. And there's very few companies that I have ran across in my life. Where, where I've said to myself, I'd like to run a company like this. And I, I don't say I'd like to work for a company like this because I've never had a job. But so I always say I'd like to run a company like this. And it's, it's 
first of all, it, it's it, you had that company when I came. I'm like, this is what this is something that I would like to create something like this. So you guys, um, there's a company in Florida called Postcard Mania that does postcards, which which has the same vibe that I'm fascinated with, and another one that uh, who is a biggie which is zappos zappos.com oh yeah yeah every time in vegas i can't go to zappos without or can't go to vegas without going on a tour of zappos but um you guys had this and i think what i was what i liked about sticker giant so much is you had that family atmosphere that and that culture that i craved and that's 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 why i was so attracted you know to, to to that visit yeah, thank you for saying all that. And for our listeners out there, we do run a company-wide huddle every Tuesday at 9 a.m. So if you're in Colorado or the Longmont area, we do invite guests. So if you're interested, uh, just to plug that real quickly, um, just email us at marketing at stickergiant.com and, and we can facilitate what, what John just described. Um, and it's amazing to hear you say that and hear your focus on culture and, and kind of what you're doing with Johnny Battle. Um, where are you guys at today? What's what's next on the horizon? I mean, you talked about paid search and Facebook. Are there any new strategies you're looking at? Um, anything going on within your business? Yeah, you know, really the, the strategy for us is, is to continue to do all this, this this digital marketing thing that, we, that we're learning and, and going on with. But, you know, it takes us to surprise most people that online for us with Google AdWords, it costs us about $170 to $200 to acquire a customer. And most people would say, wow, you know, that's that's a lot of money to get a customer. But we've talked to other people in our industry and we're close, they're close to that also. So we don't feel like we're, we're off, you know, in the field somewhere and just doing crazy things. So since it costs so much to get a customer, we better damn sure well take care of them. And when we do that, you know, that, that transaction better go smoothly. It better be easy for the customer. They better be wowed. You know, I bought this from Zappos. They better be wowed when they get their package. And so, like, one of the things we do is when you get a box from us, we have this, this cool, like, we agonized over for a month on our tape of how the tape would look on the box. So we have this tape on the outside of the box. We have one of your stickers you know, on the outside of the box because it gives that impression of, of quality. Like we took the time to pay and put a sticker on the box with this great tape. When you open the box, we want it to be experienced. It had to be something like Christmas. So it's it's wrapped in our, our branded tissue paper. And, you know, most, most times you get a box from embroidery, the clothes are going to be thrown in there haphazardly folded. And if you got an invoice in the box, you know, you won. And so <laughs> I've done that. I've had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this, this, this tissue paper and then we have this goodie sack. And so inside the goodie sack is some stickers again, you know, from, from that we have made by you guys. It has this cheeky little thank you note. That's really fun. That's signed by the person who embroidered the goods. We have jelly bellies in our box, you know, and so, and we have a, we have a, a patch. sew out they get, and so it's it's a great kind of surprise. People are wild because they're expecting just their shirts. And we've actually sent out boxes before when we ran out of Jelly Bellies. And people have called. I mean, taking the time to call and say, order was great, didn't get my Jelly Bellies. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so we know it, it touches people in that way. So to, to really answer your question, we're trying to think of more things we can do like that to give them a better experience because... To go back to this, it costs so much to get them. 
we want to make sure that they're, they're wowed and that they're a customer for life. So our thought process is, what can we do to make them a customer for life? Yeah, absolutely. And that customer journey that you speak about, it's so important, those little touch points that, that we have to focus on. And then I think you also brought up something about consistency. Um, when you start doing those things and really invest in the experience your customers are going to gain, then they expect it. You, ca you can't pull that back, but it's so important to make that upfront investment and the time it takes to put the little thought into, okay, what are we going to do um, for our customers and to wow them? And it's so important. Um, I think you bring up some great things there. So um, just to kind of bring this uh, whole story to a close about Johnny Battle, anything else you want to share about Johnny Battle? Maybe where people can find you, check out more about you, check out the cool embroidery videos you all post on Facebook. I love watching those. Yeah, you get us at johnnybattle.com and uh, our Facebook page is uh, Johnny Battle also. You just type in Johnny Battle in the search bar will come up. Uh, I think on Instagram we're Johnny Battle Logos and uh, YouTube it's Johnny Battle Logos also. But uh, you know, you can get us anywhere from, from the website. And it, people ask all the time, are you the John or Johnny Battle? And, and I say, no, I'm modestly, I'm like, I'm not, I wish I was because Johnny Battle is a fictitious character. And Johnny Battle is someone who, who can run a business, fight the fight, have a bad day, maybe have cancer, maybe have a, a horrible, uh, relationship, but still kind of just power through that and power on. So that was the idea behind Johnny Battle is that life's tough, business is tough, but this guy, Johnny Battle, can help you through one piece of it, and that's your embroidered apparel. So that's, that's the concept of our brand. That's awesome. The perseverance of running a business yes. every day and growing it slowly but surely. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, John, uh, for coming on and sharing your story about Johnny Battle with us. We really appreciate you taking the time. Um, for those of you out there listening that are interested, we also have a, a video up on our social media at Sticker Giant, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, all of those places. We got a little promo video where we went and visited Johnny Battle. It shows their cool machines and John talking a little bit more about their business. So make sure to check that out. Otherwise, we will catch you for our next episode of the Sticker Stories. And we thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Sticker Stories podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. Interested in ordering your own custom stickers or labels with us? Use the coupon code PODCAST when you check out to take 20% off your order. Until next time, we'll see you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest at username StickerGiant.